Hey everybody, this is Tiffany Weber and this is a North Carolina real estate show where we try to educate uh, anybody interested in North Carolina real estate law or real estate closing process more about how exactly does all of this work. But specifically, we want to help real estate agents in North Carolina feel more empowered, educated and efficient with their roles so that they can better serve their clients and make their own lives easier. So today I am joined by Tana Garrity. She Hello. is the paralegal manager, um, my boss lady, <laughs> as I like to say, um, at Thomas and Weber, where I practice law. And um, she's been doing this so long that she has probably written the equivalent of like several books on all of these topics. <laughs> and today our topic is um, three ways to be more efficient with your closing process. So, you know, we've done episode on how, uh, what exactly is the closing process, what's involved. But today we want to talk about the little things that help make you more efficient, that make you look good to your clients and make your life easier. So, Tana, give us one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll help you out with one. So the first one that I can think of that I've heard you preach many, many times is if you have invoices, oh, yeah. inspections, amendments to the contract, um, any documentation, get it to us. Why does that matter so much, Tana? Well, we need the invoices. Of course, to put them on the CD. Yeah, they want to get paid. (laughs) And if you want them on the CD, we need them because if you don't and you send them the last minute, that's just too much back and forth with CDs. You get confused on what CD was right, which one was wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, and we don't get to decide what gets to go on the CD or not. You know, so um, I think sometimes people or the parties. Anybody who's not the lender pretty much can get confused about, well, I sent you the invoice. What do you mean we can't put it on the CD? Well, the lender has to approve anything on Mm -hmm. the buyer's CD. Exactly. So if we don't get that in time, not only one, could the lender say, no, we're not going to allow that. Mm -hmm. And you've lost your time to figure out an alternative. Or two, the lender could say, oh, I mean, yeah, we could update the CD, but our whole staff is out with COVID, so it's not going to be till tomorrow. Right, <laughs> you know, there's exactly. all kinds of things. And it's just not on the buyer side. It's on the seller side, too, because mm-hmm. I've had where the lender will want a copy. If the invoice is $5,000 or more and it's on the seller side, they want to see what it's for because mm. they don't like sellers having to pay, pay five grand to fix something. Yeah, because it could also, um, another thing lenders are looking out for, anything that could suggest mortgage fraud. So Mm -hmm. those big invoices could be a red flag to them of saying, hmm, is there some money coming back to the buyer under the table that we don't know about? Right. So they're going to investigate those things. That's a great point. Yeah. And we also need the amendments to the contract. Yep. You know, the ones changing the closing date. Yeah, we need them, but it's not as important as if the purchase price change. Seller pay closing calls. If something else changed on that contract, we need to know about mm-hmm. it as soon as they sign it. You get it in, you hit the forward button, send it to me and the lender if there's one, and you're done. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to worry about it. We have it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I can think of um, at least once a month, because um, we try to get our real estate agents pretty well trained on this right? topic, but, um, at least once a month, probably more, I'll be at the closing table and an agent will say, oh, this credit is not right. 
And the first thing that pops into my mind is, dang it, Tana, why didn't you update the CD? <laughs> but then I step back and say, okay, well, does did Tana get this information? So I'll mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm so sorry about that. When did you send it so I can make sure that we get that updated? Right. And they'll say, oh, we didn't send it. <laughs> well, <laughs> how are we supposed to have the correct amount Mm-hmm. If we didn't know the amount had changed and it will be, you know, something that was agreed to two or three days ago and we're just now getting it at the signing. So that means immediately closing is delayed for some period of time mm-hmm. um, to get the at minimum, get the closing disclosures changed. But what if the lender has to approve of the changes? Right. We are at their mercy then. Yeah. So, you know, you could if we're at the end of a closing and you look back at the Alta or the CD and say, oh, that's that's not right. I, I need to get this amendment over to you. Well, guess what? You're you're delaying. Do yeah, you're delaying your closing. And then again, like we mentioned earlier, what if the lender says no? Right. They say, oh, well, the buyer has to have X dollars into the property um, for their down payment. And if we get this seller paid closing cost too high, then they won't have that. They won't meet that requirement. Well, right if you'd been more timely with providing that, um, then we could have troubleshooted responses or ways to handle that Mm -hmm. so that the buyer could use as much of that as possible. So Mm -hmm. there's, um, there's a solution to almost every issue provided there's time sufficient to handle the issue. So, um, like Tana said, just press forward. Just press forward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's see, there was one other thing. Um, inspections like termites. Yeah. Yeah. Just make sure we receive the termite inspection. I know that sometimes it'll say that it, that they had found, they could have possibly have found termites and, you know, they didn't perform any services. That's fine. Still send it so we're at least aware that, hey, we're, we're now looking for a clean termite letter. Yeah. You know, I mean, and then the septic inspection, that's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, Make sure the bedrooms match what the house is being listed for. Yeah, that's a huge issue if yeah. uh, if it's not. <laughs> Very big. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you are paying for a four-bedroom house, but it can only be uh, three bedrooms, mm-hmm. <laughs> then yeah, you're, you might be overpaying a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Um, what else are ways that an agent can be more efficient? Um, they can send us our information sheets. Mm-hmm. When we first get the file, we send out the engagement letter and the seller information sheet. Um, if we have the buyers and sellers email addresses, of course, we send it directly to them and CC the agent. But if not, we'll send it to the agent and say, hey, can you help us out on getting this filled out? Yeah. So agent, if you're calling our office, because I hear Lindsay, our receptionist, answer this multiple times a day. Um, why am I being sent the seller information sheet? I'm not the seller. Well, Ah. it's because you did not give us your seller's email address. Exactly. We have no other way to reach them other than through you. So if you don't want to be in the middle of that, give us your parties, your client's info. Yeah, and they could just simply respond back to it and say, hey, do you mind sending this to my client? Yeah, we'll gladly do that. But if you're wondering why, that's why. Uh Um, But the seller information sheet... And the buyer information sheet are very important for us to have. You know, number one, the seller, we got to make sure they're coming to closing, you know, get their pals and their HOA dues ordered. Without that, we can't. And some of these lenders take over 10 days to obtain a payoff. Not all, but some do. Right. I mean, I have one now they're trying to tell me it's going to take 20 days to get it, which is crazy. It but, is crazy, mm-hmm. but it can, happen, it can happen. And we're at their mercy. Exactly. So the earlier we get those, we try to go ahead and get the payoffs. 
Um, well, and think about too, in that situation you're talking about right now, where the lender is saying, we will not be able to get you a payoff sooner than 20 days. Uh-huh. Well, we can't close without a payoff. So if you're sell, think about it, this agent, if that was your seller and you told them that seller info sheet was really not that big a deal to blow it off. And we get that a day or two before closing uh-huh. and we have to order the payoff and pray it's a rush. And that lender says, no, it's going to be 20 days. Right. My goodness. Yeah, I've had agents say, oh, well, they've just been busy packing up their house. And I'm like, well, there's no point packing if you can't sell it. (laughs) If you can't sell it. (laughs) That is a wonderful point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just very important. I know that some agents are like, ah, just get it when you can. No, that's not the case. Even with the buyer information sheet. Heck, that's at the time that we find out that somebody's separated. Yep. You know, or... Or they're not going to be able to come to the closing, or this is not mm-hmm. their primary residence. I mean, this is just information that we need to know. And all of those things affect whether the closing can happen on time or in the way that you expected it to happen. Right. So um, if you've got a party that can't come to closing, but you never told us, and then the day before you're saying, oh, by the way, they're a mail away, mm-hmm. it is not that simple. Right. Because then all of the documents will have to be altered or overnighted, or, you know, there's so many different things that have to happen. Yeah. So it's um, those info sheets. I, nobody likes extra paperwork. No. Not not even us. I know lawyers like paperwork. Or they, <laughs> you know, people assume that we do. We don't really like it that much. But we ask for it because it's necessary. Mm-hmm. We don't want to ask for stuff we don't need. So if we're asking for it, it's because we need it. Exactly. You know, don't mean to be a pain, but we need yeah. it. Yeah. And the sooner we have it, the the better we can serve. Exactly. And basically, you know, if you get an email of anything, you know, send it to us. If you know of something that's going on with your client, you know, like, hey, my client's getting married in the next two weeks before closing. We need to know that. I mean, I appreciated that agent letting me know that. Mm -hmm. It's just basically like you say, get it out of your head and give it to us. You know, I mean, there's nothing too small that we don't want to know right. because it gets us ready or prepared yeah. for what's to come. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. There's nothing too small. We would rather have um, you over communicate with us and get to the point where we're like, we really didn't need to know that because it is much more often the case that we really needed to know something, but the agent either didn't want to bother us or thought maybe it wasn't a big deal. Right. So if it is swirling around in your head that this might be relevant to the closing, tell us mm-hmm. um a you know great example of that is you know you go under contract and I'm seeing this happen more and more often where like the seller um is an estate and you know when we get the contract we haven't had the title search yet so we don't know really who is what and the seller the the agent may have only had the executor sign the contract when there's really a lot more people that need to sign than just the executor well, if you tell us, hey, this seller is an estate or, um, you know, we've got all these parties that all these heirs that need to sign, there's six kids and their spouses and, and three of them live out of state. Well, that can get us prepared to figure out mail away situations. We can, you know, it helps with the title search. It helps in so many different ways to make this more efficient for everyone involved, um, especially the clients, mm-hmm. because, Selling a house or buying a house is already stressful enough. Let's try to make it seamless where we can. And you do that by providing information early, often, and accurately. Exactly. Yeah. Well put. 
Well, thanks, Tana. <laughs> I think you taught me that. <laughs> so um, we could probably talk about this particular topic for hours, but for the sake of uh, not wasting too much time, we're going to stop it at three. So those are three different things that we think will help you make your life easier and help the closing process be more efficient for everybody involved, especially for you and for your clients. So I hope that was helpful. This has been Tana Garrity and Tiffany Weber, and this is the North Carolina Real Estate Show. See you on the next one.